ship on the bottom i sent you two messages back on ord mantel you must not have got them there probably was a problem at the wookie post office or something sometimes i scribble by addresses too sloppy when i jot them but anyways we got an emergency call from hera we need to go to ryloth and find her father oh and also her mother so anyways i'm gonna name her chopper it's the bad batch and we wonder why Man we tell do the nerkies <laughs> at all. Man, tell Mick's gone cold. I wonder why. <laughs> oh, we haven't paid Sid at, at all. <laughs> Fuck around. That's your best one yet. <laughs> I, I thought so, of that one riding. I thought this, of that one riding the bike this morning. Just when, just when I start to worry and get a little disappointed, you come in and totally redeem yourself. Yay! That yeah, one was amazing. They can't all be winners, but they sometimes, can, but... sometimes I'll hit a good one. But damn it, the good ones are good, <laughs> and then the bad ones get really bad. <laughs> well, that makes you really appreciate the good ones. Well, it does. It's like anything. It's like a good show or a good podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh. Uh-huh. Welcome to Every Man's Guide to Nerddom, where we are two nerds uh, who two thirty to forty something year olds who talk about pretty much whatever we want. I'm Chris. And I'm Kyle, and you guys, we are we are the nerds, um, and you guys can uh, catch us streaming throughout the week um, on the Twitches if you want to have some real time interaction for some weird god awful reason. Uh, you can catch Chris over here. God, I'm, I moved my camera and my this is an every time thing. Anyway, yeah, yeah, he's the guy with the glasses. They he uh, streams as uh, Guyver Unt zero one on Twitch, and I stream as ksig k underscore sig you guys catch us there always on saturday night like always 90 percent of the time on saturday night uh doing um like indie horror games and stuff for spooky saturday which ironically kyle found out that that's the i think you were the one who sent me the article that indie horror games or indie games like are the way that they're pretty much to go now so yeah so that um not to detract too much for what we got going today, but yeah, indie horror games, like the horror genre, apparently, this was like from PC Gamer, I think, said that um, it's just like, as a consumer, we just can't rely on a solid AAA horror title because they're not there. But the indie guys are doing so much, so much good things, right? so much good things, so many good things. So they're much. really making it work. So much is so much. They're making these, they're not these big, expansive, huge narrative games, which I like those two. These are like, these are like um, passion projects. Like these are people that love horror games. They know what works. They're just trying to figure out how to make them work. They may not have the programming skills as the AAA titles, do, but they're there. They're fun. Mm-hmm. You know, they're taking one really tight idea for a lot of these and making that work like with phasmo with ghost hunter corp with lunch lady with devour with pacify which we play all those yeah 
And a lot of these games were kind of like a version of Dead by Daylight in a way. Some of them are, but they make a good little twist on it that mm-hmm. makes it its own game, its own standalone thing that you can you can see the influence from it, but they're their own thing and they're fun. And sometimes the worse the game is, the more fun it is with your friends. Like a shitty game by yourself sucks. A shitty game with your yep. friends, good time. Two thumbs up. Good times. Much like a shitty TV show or movie. Or a podcast. Or a podcast. Welcome <laughs> to our shitty little terrible podcast, which is a lot more fun with my friend. Mm-hmm. We have a good time. Eh? 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 That's what it is. So we are getting towards the end of Bad Batch. Um, we are on episode 12, Rescue on Ryloth. Um, last episode, we didn't really see much of the boys or Omega. No. But this episode's all about Clone Force 99. It is. And this one, okay, so um, to kind of preface it, if this is you guys' first time listening, we're going to take this episode, we're going to go scene by scene, and it's going to take us about an hour-ish to get through it. Um, If you haven't watched it yet and you don't want to be spoiled, go back and watch that episode, come back and listen to us. Um. Or if you don't care, like Chove. Or if you don't care, and like this is how you're ingesting this, this, uh, this show, then yeah, by all means, listen. Uh, but we've oh. we've we've brought up okay. like ser- several times before that like sometimes it seems like this is going with the traditional like three episode arc that happened in Clone Wars, and then sometimes it doesn't feel like it is. This feels like a part of that three episode arc mm-hmm. thing happening. Absolutely. Like I thought last episode like we were done, and then we'll come back to it at some other point in time. No, they're carrying it forward. And uh, I think next episode we'll see. But we kind of had a conclusion to it, this one, but then it leapfrogged to the next thing. So mm-hmm. there was a couple episodes earlier in the season I was a little worried about that, like they were kind of filler things. Like, man, are they going to be able to like find that magic? And they were still fun to watch, but right. they weren't just as wow, this is good as it was earlier on. And this one was a wow, this is pretty good wow, this is going to lead to some really good stuff. Um, I can't argue with anything he said because he's absolutely right. But this episode really, like I was saying, felt like traditional Clone Wars, which I appreciated. So um, oh, also, let's call out some loyal listeners. We have Hughes. I don't know if Hughes is listening to the Bad Batch or not. But we'll call it Hughes. We'll call it Chofe. Mm-hmm. And I want to say we'll call it B-Rob because he got onto us off of the last Nurky. But then he admitted he wasn't listening and caught up. But he's still loyal. So it's a thank you. All three of you. J-Love, thank you. Um, I think Props is still listening. I know Props has been busy. But thank, basically, thank you to everyone who's still con- continuing to support us. We really, really appreciate it. Um, if you guys want to, you know, if you would, would help us out, tell your friends um, so we can continue to grow this podcast. We'd like to, yeah. we'd like to have a, not that we don't appreciate y'all. It's, you know, we're, it's like anything you want to grow, you want to continue to grow. And so we want to continue to grow our audience and that, when we do that, that'll help us come up with more ideas mm-hmm. for episodes and shows and everything else and more discussions sparked. So, yeah. um, you know, and just please 
help us out. Join the Discord. Throw ideas. If there's something you want us to talk about, um, we've been doing these review episodes a lot the last you know, since the summer um, because our summers, oddly, are busier than like when the kids are in school and things are happening. Absolutely. Um, we've had a lot going on. So these, I don't want to say they're low effort because they're hard to do. Um, they don't take as much prep time. And so we can, nope. we can do these. We, we, our content is there for us to do mm-hmm. with these shows. Uh, but I'm, I'm really excited about getting back to our original content here pretty soon. Me too. Um, I think it, it'll be fun and just hope you guys stick around for that. And that's where we would like to have you guys in the discord to say, Hey, this is something I like. This is something I enjoy. Um, I would love to hear you guys talk about it, or if it's something that you may consider yourself an expert in the field or you're passionate about, and you've been doing it for many, many years, whatever it is that you just nerd out or geek out over, join the discord, drop us a message, DM us. Uh, Chris is always in there. I'm almost always in there. Um, hovering, watching, you know, I'm like Shia LaBeouf (laughs) and just like let us know and and we're open like we've had people from the community on before we're gonna have people from the community on in the future mm-hmm. and the more people we have in the community more people from the community that we can have on the show so there's nothing that's really off limits there's you know there's certain stuff that is going to be off limits but you mm-hmm. just have to be a human being to figure out what that is yeah um so you know just if you have an interest and you want to talk about it and you want other people to know about it, let us know. We'll talk about it. We'll how we're going to do an episode on scrapbooking. I have no interest in scrapbooking. I have no knowledge of it, but my wife loves it. And apparently it's huge. It's be, well, it better be for the amount that we pay when she does scrapbooking. She's going to go back and listen to this one and be like, what is it? With the scrapbooking, and she doesn't do scrapbooking quite as much anymore, but planners. Um, planners yeah, is what planners. I was really trying to talk about. But yeah, no, it's like she's like, I go, what was this $150 charge? She goes, oh, I ordered a new planner. I go, for what? That was just the binder. Damn. And see, I'm interested in learning about what drives people to be so interested in. Like the topic may not interest me as mm-hmm. much, but the drive behind it and the passion interests me. Yes. And yes, that's absolutely. what we want to get out there to you guys. So. Okay, let me go back and say it's not that I don't have interest or, you know, I don't <laughs> care. It's, Just, it's, I'm with Kyle. It's, it's, I'm with Kyle. I, I want to know why it drives you. He also knows I don't, edit, I don't care. I don't edit shit out. So that's going to no. be in there. So I would like to not sleep on the couch. So, yeah. <laughs> with that, let's start episode 12. Episode 12. Let's get past the title screen here rescue on ryloth if you remember hera hera's parents were branded for treason yep and everything else um we see vice admiral rampart walking in with hauser walking past the cells walking up to hera's parents cham every time i hear hauser i just think of uh Rousedowser or uh, Rousedowser. 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 Do, 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 do you think there's beer on Ryloth? Uh, rest in peace, Rousedowser. Oh, R.I.P. Rousedowser and R.I.P. Bismarcky. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. He was more than just a friend to me. Mm-hmm. He had what we needed when we needed it. <laughs> Kyle and I are funny. 
to ourselves um to ourselves mostly ourselves so uh, rampart looks at him and goes hey it's chamson doula the hero of ryloth ryloth now the traitor of ryloth bum 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 i gotta get this sound effect okay okay um and he's like yeah you attempted to assassinate your own senator so that okay this is what's interesting attempting to assassinate your own senator when we know that senator ta got shot through the head so he didn't die i think he died i think this is the story that they're fabricating the empire's fabricating to tell the people See, and then and they'll be like oh he died sorry because later in the episode like when they're getting ready to tell the populace about what happened mm-hmm. i was like i thought like he got shot in the damn head I'm pretty sure he's dead, but or unless they hit him in one of his tendrils, one of them fleshy tendrils hanging off his head because he had yeah, like a lot twelve of fleshy tendrils. Yeah. yeah, but he, I'm pretty sure that this is just a story that they came up with, so they can tell the people later. You know, oh, Valant Senator Ta fought for his life, but ultimately succumbed to the assassination the, attempt because of injuries. this guy. They're trying to build it up. Yeah, a fatal blow to the tendrils. <laughs> And he got him in the side of the head. Yeah, I'm thinking no, back he, now, like he's he should be dead. That he's probably dead. dead. Yeah, he's dead. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're uh, going to maybe the <laughs> what? <laughs> what if they're what if they're going to like weekend to Bernie's ass like around? <laughs> they have like twelve troopers behind him that like only do the him around. Yeah. They go. How's it going? <laughs> This puppet master. That's awesome. <laughs> Weekend at Taz. Weekend at Taz. for <laughs> that guy. Uh, okay, I like that one. Um, Rampart was telling him, you know, Taz said you'd be difficult to deal with. Um, you're gonna be because of this, you'll be easy to deal with, and your loyal follower followers will be even easier to deal with. Mm-hmm. And your daughter too. And with that, you know. He just went wicked witch of the west on him. He did. And then you saw Hauser kind of just looked shocked. And Rampart's like, you you know, we're gonna get you. And he's talking to Hera's mom. Is it Eleni? Eleni? Um, I forgot. She says, You're the reasonable one, you know. You know, let's help your allies. And she gives says, I see how you treat your allies, Admiral. I would, you know, I'd prefer to you be your enemy. I like that line so much. I do too. There were some really good lines in this. This is just a great episode. Well, and then did you see Hauser just kind of looking down? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, if stop if you see a good picture we can take too. All right. Um and this is kind of a big part here too. Uh and when um Hauser's talking to Rampart. Yeah, he's saying that, like he told him to arrest all the supporters. Yep. And I was like, there's no reason. We don't have a reason to arrest them. <laughs> They're not insurgents, right? They're not insurgents. They're just supporters. So and General Rampart's an asshole or admiral. He is. Vice Admiral Dick. Vice Admiral Dick. Like, Vice Admiral Dick. Do they so all these guys, right? Mm-hmm. All the admirals, all the higher upper echelon um, in the empire, and you're seeing it early right now. 
they're all dicks. Mm-hmm. So when they go to like, are they like applying to be part of the Empire Army? The Dick Armada. The Dick Armada. And uh, they're just like, they do the personality test. Like, okay, yeah, this guy is a psychopath. He's murderous. He has all these tendencies. Like, I see where he's, he's unhinged. You're hired. <laughs> like, you have uh, you have management potential. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think you can advance in this company. Run him right up the ranks, right from the get-go. Okay, that actually brings up a good point. I didn't, I've never thought of before. These guys were in the Republic's army. Yeah. How all of a sudden did they become so evil? You know what I mean? Well, maybe they they're always evil. Well, well, thought, theory, possibility. Yeah. Maybe there's there were a lot of good ones, like you see with uh, Hauser here. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though he's a clone, he's got some empathy and he has all this. Maybe they were slowly thinning out the ranks ahead of time, or like as it all happened. And yeah, like oh, that guy is way too good with people. So we're gonna kick him out the uh, the exit Airlock. hatch without a pod. Yep. And they're just all floating around in space somewhere. And there's like a cluster of empathetic Imperial officers just like orbiting a planet. <laughs> Is that a meteor shower? No, it's Hauser. <laughs> it's Hauser. There he goes. Quick, yep. hit the windshield wipers. <laughs> um, I don't know. Or do you think maybe they pruned a lot of them with Order 66 too? Mm, that was just for Jedi though. That was, yeah, it was like 99% Jedi and 99% of the Jedi. And then... Uh, Maybe there's just a lot of workplace accidents that don't go reported well. 99 days without a Death Star accident. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was there? Was there? Yeah. Okay. So, and well, basically... This episode and this, this does have Death Star ties. These last two. Which I thought does, was so cool because the uh, the mining facility, yes, that's where yep. they pulled the material to make the damn Death Star. This is uh, one of the Ground Zero places, so that's why Ryloth was so important. So uh, he's explaining the Rampart is explaining to Hauser. You know they're supporting a menace. They attacked our transport and shot at Senator Ta. And then uh, Hauser's like, I was there. The blast didn't come from Cham or his fighters. Rampart just kind of doesn't even look at him, doesn't even side-eye him, then turns. He's like, enlighten me. Who's responsible? And he's challenging him, and Hauser's like, I don't know. Come on, who did it? Who did it? Where's my money, Brian? Where's my money? Where's my money, man? He's like, leave the the thinking to me, Captain. And he's like, yes, sir, I'll find Harrison Dula myself, and he said, that's not necessary. Another squad is dealing with it. Who do we think that other squad is? The Goon Squad. If you the watch Goon the new squad. If you watch the new space, no. No, I haven't watched it yet. I'll probably watch Just it today. Don't. Is it that bad? <laughs> There's a couple of good parts in it. Well, because like, you know, I like the first one because it's just it's it wasn't great when it came out, but it was just fun. It was fun. Um, the most unbelievable part of the entire first Space Jam ever, mm-hmm. like the whole thing. There's a lot of parts. That I, what I found the most unbelievable was the house that Michael Jordan lived in. Really? He was like in the suburbs. 
in this little oh, yeah, like we know two, Michael Jordan lived in the suburbs in this little two story suburban home with like a regular TV and yeah, I'm sure he had a plasma. Like his kids were getting dropped off in a minivan from baseball practice. Like that's a bunch of bullshit. I can buy all the other stuff that's happening in this movie. Bill Murray going to <laughs> Toonland. I can buy that. But that house that Michael Jordan lived in, nope. And that's what did it for you. Yep. But other than that, the first one was great. The second one sucked. <laughs> I'm just gonna come out and say it. It sucked. It, it, it was just that bad. I I think there was like issues with the directing and a lot of other things because. You know, we've got uh, Don Sheeds in it, and we know he's a great actor, like a very good actor. Right. And his acting seems so off in this, like the timing's off, everything's off. I feel like, man, I just think he just got some bad direction through this whole movie. But anyway, Squirrel. Nah, well, it happens. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, we do this a lot. We a go lot. off rails, but we eventually come back. Yeah, we'll we'll run back to it. We'll run back to it. Um, so they're trying to, they're searching this house. We see Chopper and Hera looking at their house, and there's the Death Squadron, the Goon Squad, with crosshair, and they report the Sindula girl's gone. You know, no one's here. And one of them says she already fled the planet, and Crosshair's like, not without her parents. You know, find her. And so they're looking out. And Hera sits down and she goes, she knows she's in trouble. She's like, new plan, Chop, meet me at the base. We need to send out a comm. Like immediately, an emergency comm. Mm -hmm. And next you see uh, Omega's fooling with Gonky, the ammo droid, and he's smoking. <laughs> see, I, I like how, this part. how it transitioned from one girl and her droid to another girl and her droid. It oh, like, it bam, did, bam. didn't it? I yep. didn't even think about that. Um. Mm -hmm. Hunter asks her, you know, what are you doing? Omega says, Gonky's prime power source won't fully charge. I'm fixing it. I like this part right here. He, Hunter goes, you can't. He's a defective unit. And Gonky's honking. And then uh, she says, don't worry. We're defective, too. They're just a bunch of misfits is what I like them. And they get the encoded transmission, and they patch it, and it's Hera. And she's like, you know, Harris basically like, Empire's taking my parents. They're after me. I need help. Here's the coordinates. I need your help. And Omega goes running. And Hunter gets on her. It's like, you gave her our comm channels. And Omega's like, for emergencies, that sounded like one. We have to go. And Tech's like, you know, perhaps the situation is not as dire as expected. Children overreact. <laughs> Not mm. like Omega's yeah. response. No, we don't. You heard her. She needs us. This is the same crap I'm getting from my now 10-year-old. Like, no, we don't. No, we don't. Oh, yeah, no, no. I'm like, I just watched you. No, you didn't. Yeah. Yes, I did. Did I? Did, what did you... Then you start doubting yourself? I'm like, wait a minute. Yes. I've got a lot of self-doubt now. <laughs> so... Hunter's trying to tell her, you know, it's a big galaxy. You know, we we can't put ourselves on the line every time someone's in trouble. Meg goes, why not? Isn't that what soldiers do? And then Hunter's face is like, oh. Kind of gives this smirk. It's like, you got me. I guess. 
I guess. And they're going go to go ask your mother. Oh, never mind. Right, you go ask your mother. The test tube. Your mother. The mother. <laughs> they land in this canyon, and this is the canyon that was one of their bases. I think it was mm-hmm. their prime base from Clone Wars. Oh, I can't okay. Remember. It's a very cool place to land. It is. In the rocks where you can't be scanned. Oddly, the Empire has not thought to check here. No. Like, they're not off to a great start. The Empire has some issues. They do have some issues. There's some management issues, obviously. Um, We got some logistics issues, a lot of communications issues, and, um, yeah, they need some more weapons training. (laughs) They've needed weapons training for the whole series. Yeah. I would love to see it if, like, if they make it happen in here in in this run because this is all this is one of the few times we're getting to see everything directly after order 66 right is in in this series is to see the stormtroopers aim progressively get worse and worse that's true the stormtroopers used to be able to hit stuff yeah and like there there just be this whole reason behind it like something gets revealed like oh this is why they can't shoot for shit anymore It's because they're just recruiting the bumpkins from the galaxy. They're giving them space whiskey before. <laughs> I, I bet you can't hit that can. Bet you I can. Golly gee, man. We got... They're all named Cletus. <laughs> Cletus 2743 reporting in for duty. <laughs> oh, Roger, Roger that. No, my name, not Roger. <laughs> Roger, Roger. <laughs> Yeah. You just get, get some guy that just shows up in a flight helmet. I pilot, I fly. Like, <laughs> Wearing overalls with one of them, only one of them over. Like, are we just recruiting like spray plane people now? Like, <laughs> crop dusters? Are we getting crop dusters? Space so crop dusters? For the, for the TIE fighters. <laughs> um, one of them looks like Cousin Eddie. Like it's a whole. <laughs> did Loki, Loki Eddie comes in. Loki Eddie. Yeah. Oh, we missed a chance for calling him Loketti. Cousin oh, Loketti. Son Lo-Kitty. of a bitch. I Damn can't. it. We need to really reevaluate our lives. A lot, yeah. <clears throat> Hera explains that this is one of the, her father's old bases, and she's like, it's where I've been hiding. Yeah, the Empire did not think to look there. And she, she tells him, Empire's targeting anyone lo- you know, loyal, and Echo's like, what do you want us to do? It's like, you know, free my parents from the Capitol where they're being held. And she's like, they can pay you if you get, you know, if you get them out. And then she pleads, I don't have anyone else to turn to. Okay. And knowing what we know, Harris and Rebels, we know that they're going to end up helping. So <clears throat> they're getting ready to do some retcon stuff here too. Okay. Um, because we never actually heard how Harris started flying or anything else. Or her oh, backstory. Is that, is that retcon or is that just adding in backstory? I, I always I always think of retcon as changing changing something. it. Yeah. So if it's See, not changing I anything, I think it's giving some backstory. Yeah, that might be more accurate then. I would I would say you're more accurate on that part. Because I can't remember in Rebels. I need to go back and rewatch Rebels, but I can't remember if they actually told any of that. Okay. So yeah, because if they did <laughs> and it's different, then I think that would be the retcon. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. So we see all the citizens of Ryloth 
coming out and Vice Admiral Dix coming out to talk to him, flanked by Hauser. Hauser? By Zap Hauser. And we see Imperial probe droids, the Vipers, um, floating around. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to me, this is just showing this is the beginning of their surveillance. Like, to watch the populace. Keep them in line. Yeah, let's see. We got one, two, or several. And he's just feeding them the narrative right now that, you know, your beloved senator is fighting for you. He's fighting for his life because of Cham Sindula. And Hmm. you see Clone Force 99 with Hera and Chopper. Chopper's making it so they can hear. And Omega goes, Hunter, Crosshair is here. And you see Crosshair walking around just with his gun pointed at the people. Man, he's just got, like, he was fairly evil early on, but he's just getting more and more evil. He's getting worse. Yeah. Um, I think we're headed to, a, I bet on 16 we're headed to the ultimate showdown between them. But I don't know if anything will happen, because we know there's a season two already. And they're, like, trying to figure out what to do, and, you know, like, this is, you know, what do we do here? And you see the probe droid coming from up top looking at him taking photos and hunters like wait here then all of a sudden i don't know how the hell he got up so high so quick but because he's he got up there jump what's that because he's hunter or hunter because he is hunter. he's hunter and he jumps on it and stabs it in the eye and kills it but they know that hey empire knows we're here at this point now mm-hmm. yep, so now they, they know running yeah now they know and then one of the uh, guys, ESO2, bring, brings uh, an iPad to, or an imp pad, imp to pad. Crosshair, an imp pad, to Crosshair, and he says, you know, we got company, and Crosshair looks exact, he knows exactly where they're at at this point, so he looks up where they are. <clears throat> We're back at the base, and Harris, you know, wondering, you know, why is this happening? And Echo tells her, you know, your father is a voice that the people go behind, and that's a threat to the Empire. And Chopper comes down from the ship along with Tech, and Tech's like, you know, we're all over the comm channels. They they know we're, that we're here. Chopper. And Hunter's like, mm, yeah, tell them to surprise the gun. See ya. <laughs> See ya. See ya. And Hera's like, no, 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 no. You know, we can't do that. And he's like, you know, don't worry, we'll take you somewhere safe. And then she goes, I'll pay you double. And he said, all the money in the galaxy won't matter if we're dead. What you're asking us to do is not worth the risk. And you can see Omega going, uh, what? Hera's like, not to you. Chopper's chattering. She's going to spend all of her allowance to pay off the mercs. I bet so. Okay. Um, Chopper's chattering on the way back, and knowing what we do about Chopper, I guarantee you he's cussing the whole time. <laughs> he is the most foul-mouthed little droid ever. And, you know, Omega's like, you know, she's just trying to help her family, and Hunter goes, being strategic means knowing your limitations, Omega, and Omega tells him, runs after her, and it's like, she's just trying to save her family, Hunter. 
I do the same for you. Hunter. Runs off after Hera, and Hunter's just like, what? Me? Uh-oh. <laughs> um, next thing we know, Dick's walking with Hauser, and he's like, I don't care. Some is not good enough. I want all the supporters found. Dick Hauser. Dick Hauser. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Dick Hauser. And Dick Hauser goes, you know, if we keep rounding up these innocent people, we're going to incite a rebellion, basically. And I think that's what they want. I think that is it. There's, so there's a reason to kill the populace and just take the yeah. planet. But then they lose, lose their slave population. Um, next thing you know, he goes to his office and there is Crosshair saying, Clone Force, Clone Force 99 is on Ryloth. You know, his very whispery voice. Mm-hmm. He's like, they were spotted near the capital. And he's like, yeah, we got a battalion. We're good. And Crosshair's like, that's not enough. I know what they're capable of. And Dick goes, I'm more worried about what you're capable of. Uh, you guys haven't uh, gotten Harry yet. You should probably stay on task or else I'll find someone who can. And Crosshair turns and looks at Hauser and just daggers in his eyes. You don't want to do your job. We'll hire someone that will. Yep. See how much taller Crosshair is than... He's lanky. Yeah, he is. He looks at Zap Dowser. <laughs> um, Hera's kind of sitting in the corner and, and, you know, she's bummed. And Omega goes, Hunter means my... Well, don't worry, you know, you, Hunter will come around. And Hera's like, why do you trust him so much? And Omega's like, because he's my brother. And she's Hera goes, brother, him? He's like, Omega's like, yeah, they all are. Hera's like, you're lucky. You know, it's, this is just a trust conversation here. Yeah. And Omega's scheming on how to convince Hera. She goes, it's strategic. It's strategery. We're not used to... God dang it, I couldn't say it. We're not strategery. used to strategery. Yeah. And Omega's good at strategery. She's a great strategist. 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 Mm-hmm. I don't know how to say it. <clears throat> Next thing you know, Hauser is talking to Cham, and Cham's like, this is the side you chose. And he's like, look, you both attacked an Imperial convoy. What are we supposed to do? And Hera's mom's like, they gave us no choice. They attacked, you know, they attacked Hera. Now we're trying to protect her, and Hauser's like, he's like, that's what I'm trying to do. She's in danger. Rampart squad's looking for her. If you know where she is, you know, tell me. I'll protect her. Yeah. And then Cham fights back, says, like, you swore to protect Ryloth? He's like, we Ooh. trusted you, Hauser. Oh, oh no, you did. Oh. oh! Do a Martin Lawrence. Oh, damn! Damn, Gina! <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, you know, no thanks. We don't need your help. Oh, all right. And then I love this part. And then next thing you know, we see the Clone Force 99. And you hear Wrecker yelling like normal. He's like, attack the Capitol? What? That, that was my plan. I wanted to do that. I had the idea first. <laughs> and Omega's he goes not in his corner. It, that's what it was. I love He is. Wrecker. Look at him. He's in the back. He's pissed. Oh, he is, isn't he? He's sulking. I'm like, this is my plan. 
This is my idea. I want to do it first and go go right to Capitol. This is my dangle Capitol man on attack the Capitol man. Get my mantel mix. Dangle mantel mix, man. Mantel. Um, they're talking about the refinery, and they're like, you know what? What defenses do they have? And they're like, there's five auto cannons. And what did they say here? Let's go back. And she's like, but Chopper can slip inside with the other droids and disable the cannons. And Hunter's kind of looking and says, all right, you two go with Chopper as a backup, but at a distance. And you can see some excitement in their faces and Chopper's just chattering. It's like by themselves, he's like, train, Rekka, wait until those, until those cannons are offline. Echo and I will scale the Capitol wall and free Harris' parents. So they've got the beginnings of a plan here. And he looks at Hera and says, I guess we'll follow your lead. Why this is important. Flash fact, Hera was a great strategist in Rebels. So this may be what helped spark it. Well, she had, I mean, she's already been spying. She's already, and, she's already good, but. <laughs> well, she wasn't that good. She got caught. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, she was also like 12, 16, however old. Yeah. I noticed about their race, like in their, their facial features. Right. From the, the younger ones to the older mm -hmm. ones, don't they don't look different. They're just shorter or taller. Right. <clears throat> they're beautiful like, people there's not an age happening thing in their face except for ta he was just gross well yeah and slimy yeah he probably had never mind and <laughs> i need a bottle of rancor grew goo for my tendrils i can't make the joke i'll make the joke off show okay <laughs> Please write it down because I want to hear this now. Okay. I'm going to text you so I don't forget. Yeah. Go ahead and text me while I do this then. I'll, I'll go over this. So we see the refinery. Mm -hmm. And choppers chattering. They're, they're looking up and then they see shuttles coming down. And out pops these droids. All these astromech units. R2s looks like. And the Twi'leks. And there's Chopper in the back. I love that stupid droid. They're going off, and then Chopper is going off by himself. And she's like, they're going off, you know, to the checkpoint. Get ready, Chop. And, you know, they're scanning every droid. So Chopper's just going around. This just tells you how bad the Empire security was from the get-go. Yeah, and terrible. And Chopper literally lands. <laughs> yeah, and that's what he's doing. He's just talking away. Mm -hmm. Nothing to see here. Hey, how do you do, fellow droids? <laughs> hey, fellow kids. Mm -hmm. Hey, fellow droids. And then I love this. Chopper finds an an astro uh, an astromech unit, and he cattle prods him. He tases him till he knocks him out. Patches into the system, and he's just chattering away he's making a ton of noise and um in come these troopers and Harris like we gotta help chopper and chopper's got they got chopper captured and he's got his little arms up i, I love that he's like, <laughs> yes he's oh he's such a great character she's like we gotta help chopper but we can take those autocannons off she's like you said you wanted to be a pilot right well come on now they've got a plan 
And next thing you know, we see Hunter and Echo scaling the walls. And one of the clone troopers goes, huh? And I love this. They see Echo there. Hey! And he's like, <laughs> hey, little help! And well, Hunter no. All right. punches him. Bitch slap. <laughs> Space bitch slap. Space bitch slap. Um, okay, I'm going to read this. You, you go over this part here. They're crawling. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to say this one on air no so we're right. okay so they hijacked the ship <laughs> I'm so good though <laughs> I wanted to tell that joke <laughs> that was very good <laughs> Omega and Hera <laughs> they, they, uh, they, let, they let the rest of the team know that um, they had issues but uh, they're going to take care of the cannons. Don't shoot their shuttle. And they're like, don't shoot the shuttle. And you see Hera, she's not a great pilot yet, but she's working it out. Cutting a few little air donuts. And then um, once she gets the feel for it, she kind of swings around position. Air donuts? <laughs> yeah. Not going to lie, that's what I thought too. Yeah. Um, then they just take it upon themselves to basically just blast the uh, generator or controller or whatever it was. And then fly away. So the less than stealthy approach, but it's effective. Um, and then tech, you know, says, you know, we're, we're picking up a lot of explosions. And Omega is just so proud of herself. It's like, that was us. Cannons are down. We did a good job. And so now they get to do the, their part, which is an air raid on the facility. Um, which I thought this was a really good tactic. You know, distract attack and then go after their main mission which was the rescue mission um we get a lot of flying a lot of really cool special effects and explosions and then back to the capital um admiral rampart vice admiral dick whatever um <laughs> he gets notification that the we're so creative the uh, refinery is under attack and so they start you know gathering their troops to uh to send out as they're doing that, um, we see the rest of the Bad Batch freeing the uh, the captives. And so, you know, uh, what was his name? The one we always pronounce wrong. Goldie? Gobi? Gobi. Gobi. The one where his name is Gobi. Yeah. That's he's what like, we're going to call him. That's his name. But he's like, it's oh, these are the guys I hired, but I didn't hire him for this. I'm like, oh, your daughter did. And I bet it's cool. We took the, a job from a minor. Yeah, his dad's sort of thing. No like, legally I'm, binding contract. I'm never going to be able to financially recover from this. That's what he's. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> that was a good one. Go on. <laughs> that's all I had. That, that's, I, I spent my. I spent, spent. my funny points. You spent your funny point. Okay. But Crosshair well, caught on quick what was going on. Like, yeah. he like he was, like, three more steps away from getting in that shuttle and going to help. And he's like, wait a minute. All right, wait, 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 wait. Hang on. One second. One second. And he goes, that's not their objective. That's not their objective at all. What is going on here? So then so, he looks back. So he knows. Yeah, he knows. Because he's worked with him. He knows how they work. And then you see Hauser's looking down at Crosshair the whole time. 
and he walks off. And you knew this was a turning point for Hauser. We just knew. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm so happy for him. I am too. When they're going to rock, walk out the door, the batch with Hera and her parents, and there's mm -hmm. a whole battalion out front waiting for him with shields, guns ready, um, crosshairs waiting for him to get ready to snipe. And then Hauser comes out and goes, Cham, wait, you're walking into a trap. Takes off his helmet, and he's like, there's a whole squad waiting for you. So it's a squad, not a battalion. Yeah. They're all getting ready, and they're like, you know, why should we trust you? And he's like, I'm on your side. Look, you know, my armor's the same color as your skin, Gobi. Trust me. Um, you have to get out of here, but they have all the exits blocked, and Hera's mom's like, we can use Senator Toss shuttle. There's a secret entrance. And he's like, I'm sorry. He's like, our fight for Ryloth is not over. We will return. He's like, you can't stay here. They'll know that you, you helped us. He's like, I will not abandon my squad. They're good men. I have to try to get through to them. So he's letting them go. So do you think he was one of the rare ones that was able to fight Order 66? Um, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say maybe. Because it looks like he's got a conscience, you know what I mean? Of course, Order 66 was to eradicate the Jedi, though. Well, yeah. But he, he's pretty tied to Ryloth and what happened there and what they were sent there to originally do. Right. And so, that, yeah, could be both. I mean, he could he could have executed Order 66 and still have a uh, soft spot for the planet. Right. So they're talking... They're talking, they're talking, they're talking. They go, and Hauser puts on his helmet, goes out front. You know, he's he's pretty much ready to accept death because he believes yep. in his men. He wants to get through to him. Hunter gives him this glance back. And then there is tech flying. And, like, you know, we have alternate transport, you know, tech. You know, we'll meet you and Tech is like, gladly, there's lots of ships coming. Next thing you know, we see Crosshair saying, stay in position, this is their way out. He's just so sure, this smug bitch. Mm -hmm. The door is open, they get ready to fire, and out walks Hauser. Blaster ready, but it's down. Everyone lowers their gun. And Hauser's like, brothers, what are we doing? We came here to free Ryloth from Separatist control, and we succeeded. And he's like, you know, look around you. We're being ordered to target the very people we swore to protect. This isn't right. And he's like, I won't be part of this any longer. Throws his blaster down. And he's like, who will stand with me? You know, I am Spartacus. And you start seeing some of the troopers throw down their guns and shields. Not all of them, some. Yeah, they didn't get a full commitment. No. And I thought... I thought he was going to just, like, snipe him. I like, as soon too. as that happened, like, oh, he's going to shoot him in the head, which apparently isn't fatal. No, it's not fatal here on Ryloth. No, it's something with the gravity. And he says, you know, arrest that traitor, and they, Hauser puts up his arms, and they start arresting all the traitors, who they deem traitor, traitors. Next thing you know, Taz's shuttle leaves, and Crosshair starts shooting at it, and he gives him this look, and... Hunter looks back and 
we see Hauser getting arrested. I don't mm-hmm. think this is the end of Hauser. Do you? They're going to execute him. You think I so? <laughs> I don't know. Well, they might. This is the beginning of the Empire when they wanted full control. Yeah. So do you think this is the start to the downfall of the clones? I think it's been happening gradually. Yeah. I, I don't think it's going to happen all at once. I think it's going to happen in pockets. I mean, it may happen at the same time, but... Right. Or gradually happen, but... Um, I think it's going to be events like this that cause it, right? There's not going to be like a a general downfall of the clones all at right. once, just like when their switches got flipped. I think there's going to be events that happen that cause some of them to become more sympathetic to the rebel cause. And if that happens, there's probably events that are going to happen that make some of them more sympathetic to the Empire. Right. Because we know some of the clones stuck around. Rex survived up until through episode six. We know that. Mm-hmm. Um, next thing you know, we're they're back on Ord Mandel, and which we assume it's Ord Mandel. Um, Probably. Cham offers to pay Hunter. He's like, you know, here's your payment, and he's like, you know, you need to keep it. You're gonna need it, and the. These and Cham says, "Where you know?" He asked him, "Where are you going to go?" And Cham says, "These occupations are happening on other no Hunter occupations are happening on other planets other than the Ryloth." Cham goes, "I had hoped to f- have fought my last war, but our people need us more than ever. We must organize." And Hunter tells him, "That's not something that we can uh, help with, General." And then he looks back at his crew. I have my own people to look out for, and they're talking to Hera. And Tech's teaching them something. That's always dangerous. And Hera's mom's like, if a war is coming, you know, it's, <laughs> it's gonna always be tighter. Too. It is. And he goes, Tech showed me, Hera goes, Tech showed me how to s- scramble a uh, ship's signature, which plays a big part when Hera grows up because she knows how to do that in Rebels. So we Andy. find out that Tech is the one who taught her how to scramble a ship signal. Nice. Which I'm wondering if that's what she did for the ghost. Because the ghost could not be identified. Maybe she just continually got better at it. She had years of practice. and I bet she did. She, I mean, she's a great character. And she said, you know, well, it's time to go. And she's like, well, co-pilot, we didn't do that bad. She's like, well... I'm sure we'll see you around and keep an eye on your brothers. Mm-hmm. They need it. Actually, I wonder if that would be a good picture right there. When they're is... looking at uh, Yeah. Oh, when they're looking up at him, like, oh, crap, what's her droid's name again? Chopper. Um, yeah, right there. When she's kneeling, when Hare's kneeling, looking at Omega and Chopper's behind him on the ramp. Yeah, that one. Uh, I think we're we're out of sync, but it'll be like right about here. There we go. Uh, 2327. Yep, we're in sync. That is a good picture. Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. And she's like, you know, again, Omega's like, do you have to go? Because she found her friend. And it's just like, you know, stay safe. We'll see each other again. 
And she gives her a hug. She's like, you know, thanks for believing in me. Do you ever think Such when they're giving Twi'leks hugs, like anyone has the urge to just squeeze a tendril? Uh-huh. Honk, honk, yeah, and do that. <laughs> I wonder if that's offensive to their people to squeeze their tendril and go honk, honk. Honk, We see them flying off and Omegas look sad. You know, they depart. Next thing you see, we see the uh, on-fire mining outpost. And... Crosshair walks up behind Dick and he says, mm. you know, I, I undermested, I underestimated, underestimated, underestimated your four friends. If only they were fighting for us instead of against us. I wonder if that's foreshadowing right there. I thought so. And then, you know, Crosshair's like, request permission to hunt them down. And he's like, granted, and walks off. This was the big part of the whole freaking episode, I think was leading up to this that they're gonna that crosshair is gonna go on a full-on hunt for him yeah like yeah, i think so i think that ended this arc so it's just really just a two episode arc right and then um but this will start the next three episodes this will start the next three episodes or the next couple of seasons because right. now he's got free reign to go hunt them like he didn't before he was you know doing the jobs and the work in the back of his mind he wanted to go hunt him down i think right Right and now he's got the, the ability to do so, which I think will lead, since we're going to go ahead and go into theories anyway, lead to a moment where they meet up and like, maybe I don't think the, I don't think Crosshair ever switches back. I don't think he will either at this point, which is a shame. Um, but I get I would, it. I wouldn't be surprised if this doesn't lead to one of the other four getting killed eventually. I don't think the full, Bad Batch makes it to the end of the series. I think who a couple think, may. Who do you think will get killed? My money's on Hunter. I don't think Hunter. Um, I was thinking Wrecker because I think that would be Rush the... Omega. That, well, that would be the kick in the gut to the audience, too. I mean, did you ever watch uh, Sons of Anarchy? Mm-mm. Okay, well, never mind then. But there's, you know, but when you uh, have... Other people have, so go with, go ahead, go with your... Uh, okay, well, um, I mean... One of the main, most likable characters was Opie. And okay. Big, burly, biker dude. Everybody loved him. He was so cool. Just tough, badass, funny. And he gets killed in a very violent and just like unexpected, quick way. It's like, bam, fast. There wasn't much buildup to it at all. Like, I think maybe 30 seconds to it. And you're like, oh, oh, oh. You know, and, that's, and I could see, you know, that effect on the audience that watched it. I mean, it just... Spark. Well, it crushed and it sparked so much conversation about the show. Everybody starts talking about it. Everybody's even more invested into it. Half of the people because they want to know how the show or how they're going to carry on from that. Mm-hmm. The other half because they're, you know, they're pissed off because their favorite character just got killed off like fairly early. Right. And so now, you know, they're watching to see what happens and it just creates this conversation, this talk and all this chatter about the show. And I think if they did that, and like I don't want to see him kill off Riker, but if they did, I think that would have the same effect. Okay, I'll go with that. So you have Wrecker, you have your money on Wrecker. Mm-hmm. I have my money on Hunter. 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 Okay. God, how bad would it be if it was Omega? Oh, well, and you don't she's young enough that she would have popped up later. 
I'm still thinking that they're gonna that Omega is gonna make an appearance in the book of Boba Fett. Well, if we'll she find does, out here in a couple months. Yeah, if she does, then we'll know if she makes it or not. Yeah. I don't know. What do you all think? Let us know. Let us know. Let us know. All right. Well, with that, this has been our Nerky. This has been Every Man's Guide to Nerdum. I'm Chris. And I'm Kyle. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Wherever you are, have a good day, evening, night, whatever it is, and be good to each other. Nerdcore, yeah. up. It could get elevated. Nerdcore used to be just a made-up word.